So on today's episode, I have a special treat for you all. I was interviewed by Petya, who is the founder of Soul Sister Conversations, um, an amazing game that has a deck of cards and all of the cards have deep questions that help you think deeply. And we did a Facebook Live together where we talked about shame, moving from shame to self-expression, and the conversation was so juicy I wanted to share it with you all. Now, the quality of the audio is not going to be what you're used to on the podcast. The audio is a little glitchy, so bear this in mind, but the content is so worth it that I highly recommend listening if you can. Okay, enjoy this conversation about going from shame to authentic self-expression. Right, we are live, awesome. Well, hello everyone. Um, I am super excited to chat with Bryn Bamber uh, today and um, before we begin, I'll, we'll do a little intro. Um, I'm Petia. I'm founder of Soul Sister Stories, where we do uh, tools and experiences for connection and courageous conversations. And today I am chatting with Bram Bamber. Uh, she is a somatics and core energetics pr- practitioner. And Bryn, th- thank you very much for coming. And uh, Do you want to say a little bit about what you do, like do a quick intro? Totally. Yeah. So my name is Bryn Bamber, and I am trained in something called core energetics, which is like I'm a mental health professional, and the modality I use is core energetics, which brings together the body, the mind, and the spirit. So it's a little bit different than traditional talk therapy, where you talk about your your patterns and habits that started in childhood. Uh, in core energetics, we also talk about those patterns and habits, but we also talk about how they impact your body mm-hmm. and how working with them through the body can really help with healing. So a quick example is if as a child you weren't allowed to be angry because your caregivers or your parents would either withdraw their attention and love, maybe they would yell at you, make fun of you, maybe even there is physical abuse involved. So as a child, you learn, okay, I can't be angry. If you imagine a five-year-old who wants to like temper tantrum and be super mad, but they know that it's not gonna go well, The Mm -hmm. way that they stop the anger is they hold their breath. They kind of tense their, they keep hands down. And if you do that for years and years and years, because in your household, that wasn't an acceptable emotion, you end up with chronic tension in the body. So people with suppressed anger will have bands of tension in their shoulders, in their neck, in their jaw, in their hips even. So in addition to exploring what happened as a child and figuring out how to heal that on a mental level, we're also doing it through the body, breaking the patterns through the body. 
Mm, amazing. That is so interesting how it's such a integrated practice where you're it's like mind body spirit you know you have conversations but then you also related to the body and i'd love to talk to you a little bit more about that <laughs> um in a minute but um today we're chatting about shame which <laughs> is a diff it's a difficult emotion um and can you um just to start us off can you define shame and and maybe if you'd like to share a little bit about your relationship with shame or kind of like throughout the years, how you've experienced that, that emotion. Sure. Yeah. And how's my connection? Can you hear me? Okay. I just want to chat. I can hear you. There is a little bit of um, like a lag, but I think for the most part, it's pretty good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we'll go. We'll go with it. Um, <laughs> I, I've heard. Yeah, it's, apologies it's been good. to all listeners. <laughs> okay. Okay. So shame. Um. So this is the um de definition from May Brown. The mm -hmm. between and shame. So guilt is when you do something, maybe you um, drink too much one mm -hmm. night and you wake up in the morning and you have a hangover and you have to go to work and I had a bad vision. I, I drank too much. That's not a good thing. I don't want to do that again. Shame, on the other hand, is when you get that same thing, instead of thinking, oh, I made a bad decision, you say, I'm a bad person. I'm, I'm bad. I drank, and that means I'm bad. So guilt is actually a healthy emotion. Look back at our life and say, oh my goodness, I made a mistake. Now I have to go to work. I have this hangover. Like, it's good to reflect on your life and say, huh, I don't want to do that again. You know, I, I regret doing that. But when you take it to the level of I am that, that is you feel a lot worse. Mm -hmm. B, shame is actually correlated with depression, anxiety, um, substance abuse, suicide, violence, Whereas guilt, where you just look back and you're like, oh, that was a bad decision, that's conversely correlated. So you're less likely to experience shame or depression, anxiety, substance abuse if you come from a place of guilt. Mm. So it's more kind of related to the story that you're telling yourself uh, in your head about what has happened um and it's sort of this inability to make mistakes essentially am i does that does that resonate it's sort of like um being like i i did something wrong versus oh i made a mistake or it's it, um not necessarily i did something wrong but like uh you know i i am wrong because i did this thing that i you know i shouldn't have done i'm bad i'm bad yeah i'm bad <laughs> And uh, how would you say, um, if, if it's not on a conscious level that somebody's like, oh, I, I'm bad, like, is that, could it, 
could you be feeling shame and not actually saying that to yourself consciously? Is there another way to know that you're in shame? Like, um, how does it feel in your body? Like, I think you mentioned that there is um, the physical experience. Um, so if somebody's not necessarily aware of it, like consciously, how can they tell maybe by how it feels in their body? Yeah, so I imagine we're all a little bit different, but as you mentioned, I do have um, personal experience with shame, for better or for worse. Um, and so for me, I know sometimes it feels like nausea, sometimes it feels like a tension in my chest or in my belly. It can feel like a hot, sticky, tar feeling in my chest area. Really, it feel good point that you might that is not always conscious you might just wake up and feel like shit mm. after drinking too much or whatever it is you sent a text message that was kind of mean to a friend or you know whatever thing that you did that you regret when you wake up and you just have like it could be described as a sinking feeling mm -hmm. It's a feeling not of like, oh, that was a mistake, <laughs> you know, right. just a little more balanced, but to be like, no, no, I'm a bad person. Like, mm. this is really unforgivable. Mm. And, mm -hmm. yeah. um, and can you, to sort of tie it into self-expression, how would you say like shame affects you in self-expression like how does it actually hold you back from you know sort of being your authentic self yeah so the self gen is that when you're in that place especially when you're in you know what some of us call like a shame spiral it's mm -hmm. very hard to do any sort of <laughs> self-expression to to put yourself out there in any way and you actually maybe kind of out of that oh can you can you talk a little bit about what it's like to be in a shame spiral because i feel like maybe uh some people don't necessarily yeah. know what that's like <sighs> totally yeah, yeah. Okay. so for me <laughs> i'll talk from personal experience again Mm -hmm. Um, so for me, it's like, there's, when I'm in a shame spiral, there's an event, there's something mm -hmm. that happened in my life that mm -hmm. I feel like I have done the wrong thing that I feel like things are not going well, or I'm, a, you know, like I said something and now everybody hates me or I did something and I, I hurt somebody and, um, you know, and it means I'm a bad person. <laughs> so there's mm -hmm. an acute event that will send me into a shame spiral. And mm -hmm. then after that, I have those physical feelings we were talking about where, you know, I feel my chest feels sticky or I feel nauseous or I just physically feel bad and also my mind is kind of 
racing, of replaying the event and wrong and how, you know, for me, sometimes I'll try to like fix it. It's like, what can I do? I did this, you know, I, I'm, I'm bad. So I got to fix it. So I got to mm-hmm. apologize or, and not that, I, again, not that I'm saying apologizing is bad. Sometimes we do do, we make mistakes and we need to apologize. But when I'm in a shame spiral, it's just like this frantic energy around everything. So trying to figure it out, trying to fix it. And I just generally feel un overall. So um, like once I'm in a shame spiral, I, I need to get out of it. Mm-hmm. It's me, like, I know how long it's going to last, but it's this period of time in my life where I feel really kind of out of control and it's very painful. And And what would you say are kind of usually I need, whether it's a good friend or. Oh, I think we are having like a delay. Uh, Sorry, you can uh, it's a little bit de- delay. I was just saying, how would you? What's the best way to get out, like out of one, out of a shame spiral? Like, is there any? What's the immediate thing that we could do that would actually help us calm our nervous system down and sort of like stop the um, the the narrative in our head about what's happened. Yeah, so there's kind of a two-part process. The first part is to feel it in your body and let yourself feel it. So if you feel this black sticky tar all over your heart, actually stop, take a deep breath, and let your heart feel like it is encompassed in black sticky so there's um uh, a practice that's a tibetan buddhist practice that has been like a lifesaver for me with in, when i'm in a shame spiral and it's called tonglen and i learned it from pema children who's a buddhist monk a western woman who's a buddhist monk and basically you inhale and you welcome the sensation you welcome this vibration of pain into your body. You let it get bigger. Stay with it. And then as you exhale, you relax as much as you can. Mm. And you try as much as you can to drop the story. So as I said in the shame spiral, my mind is like usually. And you try as much as you can let go of the story and just focus on this physical sensation of nausea or pain or heaviness. Hmm. So what that does, one of the things that that does is it helps your body get out of a panic and you start to realize like one of the things I work with with my clients a lot is like, you can handle this. Hmm. Like, yes, does it feel like shit? Yes. It feels awful mm-hmm. and it's not going to kill you. You're not mm, going to die. I love that. So I <laughs> Take deep breath in. 
and and you can do this with any emotion actually i do it with my clients with fear i'll do it with even anger it's just welcoming the emotion in and just letting it be there and realizing yes it's, it's painful and you are gonna survive that's mm. pain the mm-hmm. second thing that i find really effective for pain is um telling some you trust so this is something from that i learned from brené brown who's a shame researcher and she's amazing and if you struggle with shame i highly highly recommend her two ted talks one's on vulnerability and one's on shame she's helped me immensely with my own shame um and one of the things that she has learned from her research is that shame um it does well with secrecy. If you yeah. did something and you feel bad about it and you don't tell anyone, that sh- that game is gonna grow and get bigger. So the end is to tell someone you trust, tell someone who's gonna be there for you. Of course, the last thing you wanna do when you're in a shame spiral is to tell your story and to have someone say, you know what, you are a bad person and you should feel like shit. Like that's just gonna make it worse. So it's very important to find someone who Mm -hmm. can be empathetic, who can listen, who can say, you know, you know what, you know, you did make a mistake, but I've made a similar mistake to that. And yeah, it sucks. And, and I've been there, you know, Mm. you're not perfect. Um, so the, the more and i find this like it is like it is like kryptonite to me when i'm in a shame spiral if i tell my story and have someone say yeah maybe you would want to do that differently like but that doesn't mean you're a bad person it means you made a mistake and Mm. i've made and it's and it's really helpful if they can say genuinely i've made a similar mistake so you know that you're not alone that you're not the only one that makes these Mm -hmm. mistakes and for me when I go really deep into it you know I'll have like many shame spirals and then I'll have bigger ones Mm -hmm. and it's a bigger one I I sometimes have to tell my story to a few people you know I'll tell it to a friend and and then I get better, better with my therapist, feel a bit better, and then I'll call another friend. And slowly I can kind of get out of this place of feel a horrible person and there's no solution. <laughs> there's no mm. way out. So mm. telling your story. I would say first I would do the physical like that that acute and tell your story what would you say to somebody who's like oh my god i can't tell anybody else about this like that just sounds like terrifying you know just going to somebody else and just telling them that i feel like i'm a bad person (laughs) like that just sounds crazy talk to me uh what would you say to somebody who's like you know maybe even in the initial stages where they actually feel like they can't 
share this with anybody else yet? Is there something else that, you know, they can start doing to sort of build that muscle where they feel comfortable enough to express that to another person? Yeah, so they, they can, um, I mean, I think finding someone who you trust is a, can, what mm, a shame. I think I lost her again. If you're not ready. Can you can you Hi. can you see me? Oh, sorry. Yeah, I lo I lost you. <laughs> I lost you again. Yeah, I can hear you. Um, maybe uh, I want to be mindful of your time, and okay. we have like ten minutes left. Can you um give us a little bit of um introduction to core energetics and how that can help somebody who you know experiences shame or sort of goes through that um uh kind of like inner 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 judgment for, for themselves. Yeah, so I just, I do want to answer your question you asked, but we <laughs> okay. lost connection, so I'll just sure. answer it. Yeah, I'll answer sure. it quickly, and then I'll ask for energetic. So in terms of when, what you can do if you're not ready to tell a friend yet, is um, find other people who are struggling with shame in the same area. Mm. And other you can do it, I don't have to meet them. So if you're too scared, so say you have shame around your debt. Mm -hmm. Look on YouTube for people who are struggling with debt and mm. watch their videos. It, say you have shame around alcoholism or you know, drinking, go to a phone AA meeting and you can just call in and not say a word and just listen. I think one thing that's incredibly healing is hearing that you're not alone. You're not the only one that is struggling with the particular issue that you have. And the amazing thing about the internet is like, baby, any of this. There is gonna be, if it, has has to do with your sex life it, if it has to do with whatever area you are feeling ashamed of there's going to be others who have similar shame and just videos to start to realize okay i'm not the only one mm. who has this mm, um to I love answer that. your your question about core energetics the way that core energetics can help is that it can um, help work with it in the body. We talked about shame being stored in the body. And the other thing we can do in core energetics that's really effective and amazing is to start to see where this shame comes from. Mm. Where were you shamed during your childhood? This pattern doesn't come out of nowhere. Those of us who have a strong shame response, I guess I could call it. Yeah. We, we weren't born this way. You know, as a two-year-old, you're not ashamed, usually, of anything. But there are certain experiences that happen to you that 
you start to develop this response. So what we do, what we can do in core energetics is to start to work with some of those early experiences of feeling ashamed, see, start to see where that pattern comes from. Sometimes there is some sort of trauma that is at the beginning of this kind of a pattern, not necessarily, mm -hmm. but sometimes. Mm -hmm. And so to start to work with kind of the root cause of it and start to heal that so that you can, you know, like, I've been working with my shame for years and I have to tell you, it's not totally gone. I had, I had an incident in June where it was very intense and I, you know, went into my spiral. Um, but I would say it's much less frequent. And the other thing about the work I've done today is that June when I into it it's like I know what to do now <laughs> I have my toolkit I know that I need to feel it physically I know that I need to talk about it and so I also I'm not going to get stuck in a shame spiral for a month which in the past like before I had done the amount of work that I've done it would sometimes extend for longer periods because I didn't know how to get out of it now, mm -hmm. even when I have like a pretty intense experience, it's maybe like a week that I'm stuck in it as opposed to a much mm -hmm. longer period because I don't know how to get out. Mm. And so let me see if I can like recap. Uh, it, so in terms of um, the first step is to feel it and kind of like breathe it in and then try to relax your body. And the second is to kind of um, disengage from the narrative uh, that you're telling yourself as much as you can and the third one is you know tell somebody tell tell somebody what you're going through and what the story is that you're telling yourself so you can gain a little bit of clarity and another person's sort of experience as well um, and also like you know having just even speaking it out in a safe space can can help you um, just reevaluate what, what you're actually telling yourself. And then um, I think the third one is to uh, start looking at, at the sort of the origin of where it started, kind of like back when you were a child, like what happened, was there a specific incident or kind of like the early stages of where you felt like maybe your parents scorned you around certain topic or maybe certain things were said and and that was like sort of internalized yeah. and uh, sort of recorded into your programming and now it's <laughs> showing up as a defense mechanism in your in your adult life um is there any other sort of um experience uh, sort of activities or anything else that somebody else can do uh in that situation or Yeah, so I have um, two things I wanted to share with your audience if you guys are struggling with shame. One mm -hmm. is I have a shame mini training. So it's it's short, it's a 10 minute video that walks you through some of these steps. Great mm -hmm. thing to watch if you feel like your shame has been triggered. Mm 
Um, and the second thing is I have a webinar coming up in a week and a half, and there'll also be a, a replay available for that called From Shame to Your Aligned Business. Mm. So if anyone in your audience is an entrepreneur or thinking about starting some sort of business, this webinar could be a really good fit because, of course, in business is really it's yeah. very very hard to do sales and marketing when you're in a shame spiral mm -hmm. so that webinar i'm going to teach some of this stuff live about how to get out of a shame sweet and i can so i'll drop the links below i guess the i video. can maybe put the links in the comments yeah 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 that would be that would be great too yeah yeah, we will we'll include them under the video. <laughs> awesome. Is there anything Amazing. else? Is Amazing. there anything else that um, you would like, you know, people to take away from from this conversation? Anything else that you would like to share um, when it comes to, you know, shame and self-expression that you want people to take away from? From it yeah I guess I just want to say to any of you who if you are struggling with shame you're not alone there are a lot of us that oh I think we lost it. it doesn't mean there's anything developed Can you hear me? <laughs> you, you kind of froze a little bit. I can hear you now. Yeah. Do you um do you want yeah, do, you, so do you want to start? Just, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's, yeah. So just to say, you're not alone in this. That if you struggle with shame, it's a common experience. It doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you. It probably means that there was something that happened during your childhood that sent you in this direction that created this coping mechanism and to say that there are that are there are ways out there are effective ways you can get out of this situation so to use the different tools that we talked about today to check out the free nutrient like a recap and just to action because the other thing i can say as someone who's experienced a lot of shame personally i can say that like life is so much better once you do this work once you start to heal it and you start to kind of get some relief um being in a shame it's like so worth it so i really encourage anyone watching or listening to to try out the tools oh amazing amazing thank you so much bryn um there was a lot of really good info and gems that you share with us so i'm i'm really grateful to have a conversation with you on this topic and um, yeah, to talk to you today. So thank you so much. Um, 
Thanks, guys. Thank you so much for having me. This was great. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to pick up my free guide, Reduce Stress and Get an Hour of Your Day Back. You can find that at brynbamber.com slash relax. That's B-R-Y-N-B-A-M-B-E-R dot com slash relax. Have a lovely and relaxing day.